Greetings, Chummers. I'm the Game Master Devin, also known as Karma. Let's introduce our players. My name is Adam. I am playing the Shadowrunner Bayako Ashitani, also known as Tiger. I'm Aaliyah. I play Sky Miller, whose Shadowrun alias is Storm. Hi, my name's Autumn, and I'm playing Artemis. Um, my character goes by the name Cerberus when running. And with that, here's what happened last week on an absolute drugstore. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You get a text message from Karma. Grim Scarlet living room. TJ's in the Jessica's bedroom with the kid. Kid's tranked, laying on the bed. TJ is unarmed. He's going to be in the matrix. I'll be nearby. You open. As uh, Storm, you see this punch. Uh, full of electricity comes barreling towards this larger troll, hits him directly in the side of the jaw, and you see just this, like, lightning explode and cover his entire body. As he kicks off, he comes with a downward slash, and it, as her neck opens, closes back up, he comes right back down on the same spot, slicing the side of her neck and cutting her head off. I'm sorry, I can't have anyone know. And with that, we will end session and end arc one as the training wheels are now off. Uh, hey, you ready? For the double date? Did you forget? Dude, you, oh my god, you draghead. Go, go go get ready. Dude, both of the girls are on their way to the restaurant. You are not ruining this for me. Get the fuck, come on, go. Hurry the frag up. What? You actually, you actually want to hear more about Group H? That's, that's new. I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, go, get dressed, and I'll tell you about the next part. So we are going to open up on basically it's about downtown uh, Seattle. You see people kind of walking through the streets, um, and it kind of pans over to like this uh, shop, this electronical shop. In the uh, front display windows is a bunch of different kind of trid sets. Um, and you see kind of all of them, one of them's telling the news, uh, oh, it's just Azzy News, and you kind of see it pull in as you see two news reporters. We interrupt our regular scheduled program in tribute to Jessica Atkins, our former spokesperson for Az Technologies Human Development. Jessica has seemingly gone missing, along with her son. Jessica, if you're out there, we miss you. Not just us here on Az TV, but the whole community. If you're out there... Please come home. But another news, this newest season of Shadows has begun recording. And we'll kind of fade to black shit. from that, and we're actually going to open up on every character. Um, you all kind of, uh, Tiger, you kind of receive a text message, like, the day after the events of the run. Uh, you get a message from Karma that just basically states, um, maybe low run, or maybe um, lay low for a little bit. Alex isn't happy. And you... I sent a text back. I wouldn't expect him to be. Thanks for the warning. And you share this information with your fellow Shadowrunners. And at this point, you guys are going to lay low for about two weeks before anything too important happens. We're going to go through every single character and kind of what you did during those two weeks. Tiger, starting with you. Because I'm always first. Because I'm the best. Anyways, so... Uh, main thing here is uh, meditation and... Um, how much uh, karma does it take for a upgrade from four edge to five? 
Let's see, Edge is instant, but it costs new rating times five. So you're trying to get it to five? So that'd be 25, yeah. 25 karma. I see. I see. After that, um, I, I would actually like to try and upgrade my driving as well. <laughs> oh yeah, what's your current rating with your driving? Zero. Got it. Okay, so that'll take about two days and cost, um, I believe, two karma active skill. Yep, cost two karma to increase. All right, and I can. This is pilot ground craft, and I can um, do this while meditating as well, right? Um, take. Never mind. It actually only takes one day. We'll say since it only takes one day, it's just basically you getting behind the wheel and actually more of like you learning the laws of properly how to drive. We'll say that. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're already decent, you know, de- okay at driving. It's more of you needing to know basically how to not get chased down by night errant. Um, but yeah, we'll say you just combine that in a bit with your two weeks of meditation. Um, do these two weeks complete your initiate? Uh, no. According to the goals, I never put any time into it because I only got like a day, maybe two total. Okay, that's definitely not true. You definitely put some time into it, but. Um, oh, wait, with two weeks? Okay, so I'm at 16 out of 30 days. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, in past episodes, you have put time into it. Yeah, because uh, I only put two days into it, apparently, so... Oh, I see. Okay, cool. So you increase that by the two weeks, or, you know, the, increase it by not the two weeks, uh, the um, 13 days, because you do spend that one day increasing your driving skill. Okay. Okay. And um, you do have something else that happens during your downtime period. Uh, a couple of days after your run. Uh, you have a dream where you're you're still sleeping in the back. You're sleeping in the back of the GMC, right? It's a restless night, but you eventually find yourself falling asleep. Um, you in this dream, you awaken kind of in this grasslands area. You look around; it's just kind of rolling hills. Grass goes about up to your knees or something like that, and it seems to be relatively empty. The wind blowing, you know, you hear insects, but you don't quite see anything, and you seem to be alone. And as you just kind of look around, uh, you turn around to be greeted by what looks like a red samurai. About your height, face covered with this very stereotypical samurai um, mask, and he seems to be dressed as a normal samurai. Nothing of, like, older tradition samurai. Nothing, like, futuristic or anything. He seems to be, like, a... I want to say 13th century, but I think that's way too... feudal Japan. Yeah, feudal Japan samurai. As Tiger turns to meet him, he uh, takes a... He, he reaches for his sword, but I assume it's not there. Uh, you reach for your sword, but no, you don't find it. Instead, you see a, a very familiar Renraku sheath sword on his hip. And he pulls out the blade, and you see it is the sword you are familiar with, and he seems to examine it. And he kind of, like, holds it out and looks towards you, and, like, kind of puts it in just kind of a neutral position. And you hear him say in a um, Japanese voice that I will not replicate for the fact of not being racist. <laughs> you are a lost soul lacking honor. You will become my true master when you have found what you have lost. Until then, I will remain by your side, but I will not help you. And you see the samurai kind of sheath the sword and kind of, like, start to dissolve into what looks like kind of cherry blossoms. 
Like Master Ugwe? <laughs> <laughs> and you wake up kind of in a cold sweat, and um, you find kind of your sword and where you left it. And you now know that this sword has some unknown magical properties. Um, but it is a magical sword, which means it can interact with things on the astral plane as well. Let's as go. Um, once you have um, found what you have lost, you will unlock more capabilities with this sword. But until then, you do not know what they are. Wonderful. I have to go capture the avatar. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so we'll move on. We're going to cut to we're going to cut to Cerberus because Leo's currently talking. Uh, Cerberus, what would you like to do during your two weeks of downtime? Mm, great question. Um, I am gonna go talk to Mara. I'm gonna okay. go see if I can find Mara first. Yeah, you, um, you know, live in the same area as Mara. I mean, she's she runs a shop, so you pretty much always know where she's at during her shopping hours. <laughs> and you travel out to Mara's sharp shop, I assume, during her business hours. As you enter, yeah. you see her look up from... She seems to be helping out some customer. And you see her look up and just kind of, like, give you a subtle nod as she's helping the customer. And once she wraps up, she'll direct her attention to you. Ah, hello, Cerberus. How can I help you? You know, just checking in. How's business? Business is fine. It's uh, been a bit slow lately, but it is what it is. So I'm looking for some leads. Um, you don't happen to know anyone else that like, looks like me around town. Like, you know, I'm the only, like, I'm the only one person who I've ever really seen that looks like I do. And I just, you know, I'm wondering my roots, where I came from, you know? Are you asking where your parents are, Cerberus? Slightly. That could be drawn from that sentence. <sighs> I I do not know where your parents are. And Nothing? I don't think you should go looking for them, Cerberus. I found you when you were just a child. And they clearly abandoned you for a reason. You're not wanted. So maybe don't needle in the past. She'll give you a smile. Is there anything else I can help you with? I mean, did you even meet them, or did they just, like, drop me off? I... Did they look like me? I've met them once, and yes, they looked like you. I believe your condition is g genetical. Um. But I only met them once, and I didn't catch their names. I have nothing that could help you. Can I just ask, were they anything like me, or...? Oh, Cerberus, I met them for approximately three minutes. I don't know if they're anything like you. I hope not, but I don't know. Now! Okay. Is there anything else? No, there was... Pleasant talking to you as always, Mara. Of course. Have a good evening. You too. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk on out. <laughs> Probably cry a little, to be honest. 
No parents? <laughs> no parents? Um, anything else you'd like to do with your downtime? I'm gonna text back Muse. She said she would get a hold of me at some point and be Who? like, a mute, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I keep saying mute, so I don't know why. Mute and see, uh, you know, how the move's going. What's she uh, up to? Uh, yeah, about approximately like three minutes to five minutes afterwards. Uh, she texts you back. Things are going well. Um, if you wanted to stop by, and she drops off a, uh, apartment location in Auburn. Um, and, yeah, she just invited you over for dinner one of these nights whenever you wanted to. But besides that, her moving has been fine. And then she'll How also ask... tonight? <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay. And you've been invited over to dinner. Okay, so we'll kind of smash and cut. With that, I'm gonna go clean myself. Finally, I'm gonna go take a bath. Yep, you take your monthly shower, uh, or (laughs) yearly shower, really. Uh, I think, go ahead and roll me your edge. (laughs) I think it's just two dice, but give me a sec. All my folders got moved around, so I actually don't figure fucking shit out. You don't have Chummer open? Why don't you have Chummer open? I had it open, and then I accidentally closed it, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I, really I have your did. character sheet right here. I can just look at it. No, it's two dice. I just okay, need to roll then roll two dice. dice. I'm open up my uh, hurry, No, hurry up. Come on. You don't have <laughs> dice on hand, even though we don't roll dice physically? Because it's too loud, and I don't want to bother editing. Is it going to crash that? again? Damn it. I don't know. Do I need to roll two dice for you? No, I got a six and a... A hit and a miss. A hit and a miss? Okay. Uh, you notice kind of the water in the shower seems to be slightly tinted green. Ooh. Wait, blue, yellow, green. green. Yeah, sorry, I forgot what color your head was. <laughs> no, it'd be tinted yellow because the yellow, oh, yeah, the was yellow on the yeah. blue. Yes. So yeah, you. Uh, it seems to be lightly tinted yellow. Uh, you're not sure if it's just from the pipes not being the best around town, or if it's actually due to the dye. Yeah, but as right. you get out of the shower, you notice you seem to be slightly less green. Still noticeably green, but a bit less. Um, and then we'll cut to we'll cut to later tonight. <laughs> uh, and you are basically you travel over to Mute's house. Uh, you take the bus, I assume. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a nice little smaller place. It seems to be like a just a bunch of your pretty stereotypical apartment complex. You find her location and you knock on the door. She opens it up. Oh, Cerberus, it's, it's nice to see you. How are you doing? As she opens up the door and lets you come in. Good. How how has it been in the downtown? But it's all right. Um, how how are things back at the crypt? How's you know her? The same. Honestly. Yeah. Has she said anything about me yet? No, no. She only said things about me today. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm telling you, you, ha- you gotta get out of there. I mean, you can't, you don't really have anywhere to go. I'd offer you a place to stay here, but, I mean, you know, with the business we do, having those kind of ties to people. Yeah, I understand. But... I'm, I, I've gotten used to my life down there, you know? I've been there almost my whole life. Speaking of being there almost my whole life, just wondering if you like <sighs> did you know where I came from? Did you get a chance to meet my parents when they, you know, dropped the old baby in the crypt? 
Uh, oh, I <laughs> I was like twelve. Um, I I was like just getting to the crypt when was I what what was I doing when I was no I no. And if I did meet your parents, I well I might I never met your parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you're unique. So it it might be easier to find, you know, your parents if they look anything like you. Yeah, that's but, been going around. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen anything like you. You know what I mean. I'm not trying to, you know. Not racist or anything. No, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, you get what I mean. Um, But no, I can't say I ever found them. Uh I don't really know who you'd even talk to. I mean, maybe Mara might have seen them, but I don't I don't really know who you'd go to for that. You didn't really know your parents very well, right? Did you ever find your parents? I didn't really look for them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they left me for a reason and I mean, you know, now it'd be kind of messy if I when I found them, because, like, I'd probably end up trying to kill them or something like that. You know, it's better to just leave things be, I find. But I can keep an eye out. I mean, obviously, I'll if I see anyone like you, I'll try to let you know, but I don't okay. see the likeliness of that. That's okay. But I, why, so why did you, what was the big factor that caused you to get this nice little apartment here? Um, I think Mara hired someone to kill, I was, I was with this guy for about two years, and, uh, you see she's slightly, like, you could tell she's, like, trying to hold back her tears, and I think it was, I was planning on moving in with him, and I don't think, uh, I knew Mara and I had a few discussions about that, and she was, um, not okay with it because she didn't like him and you know how she is. So I think yeah. she hired someone to kill him. Oh, I'm sorry, Mute. Yeah. Um to which I know he's de- he he is dead. Um I don't know by who or I have no official proof that it was Mara, but um Yeah. Uh so I um I'm trying to move on from that life. Well <laughs> from that psycho bitch. Um. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is something special. Yeah, which have I mean? I I imagine she wouldn't. Has she said anything about? Uh, never, never mind. It's, Not uh, yet. No, she hasn't. And I won't mention anything. You know. Yeah. Just if you see anyone that isn't familiar in the crypt that she's talking to, maybe let me know. Try to get a picture or something. Yeah. I would like to. Uh, well, avenge him. <laughs> or at least have some, I don't know. Yeah, it's not important. Anyways, uh, anything else for you? No. Are you just ready for di- dinner's made? Oh, great. What are we having for dinner? <laughs> soy spaghetti. I, soy I don't, spaghetti? It's I don't gotta... even get soy. I just get spaghetti without the sauce. Would that just be soy noodles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um it's relative it's pretty much some of the cheapest stuff I can get. It's still kind of hard to make rent here. I don't really have I haven't had a I haven't really been able to accept any jobs lately. So 
But well, um, do you need to borrow some money? I mean, oh no, no, I I can make rent. It's just uh, you know, like I can't have the most extravagant of meals. Not like you know, we really had them back there, anyways. But no, I understand. Yeah. And unless you had anything else to say to her, we'll kind of continue on with your two weeks. Um, yeah. Is there any, anything else you wanted to do? Um, maybe I do want to go talk tomorrow, but back tomorrow, but that's a later issue. Okay. Uh, so did you want to like in- increase anything with Carla in these two weeks? Oh, we're just skipping over the entire two weeks. Yeah, you guys are having two weeks of downtime. Yeah. Okay, so probably like <laughs> tomorrow. I'm gonna go talk tomorrow. About okay, something. you end up, you know, wake up in the morning, she's at her shop, you head in there. You, she sees you walk in, she doesn't have any customers. <sighs> Hello again, service. Oh, she wouldn't call you service, she'd call you Ar- <laughs> Artemis, right? Yeah. Hello again, Artemis. How can I help you today? Please so- don't tell me it's about the same thing. No, I've just been out a bit recently, you know, doing things, trying okay. to make some money for dinner. Um, right. And, you know, I just, I realized that Mute hasn't been around much. Do you know what happened to her? No. No? Is I, she, does she, is she here? It was her time to move on. I mean, the crypt is... A household for many, and many of those people, I mean, we do not have the best living space, obviously, so many of those people choose to move on, and I suppose it was her time. Oh, okay. Well, I just haven't been able to get a hold of her either. You know, normally we text, but... That's unfortunate to hear. I, um, hope she's in good health. Okay. Well, let me know if you hear anything from her, okay? I'm getting a little worried. I will. I'm gonna leave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. uh, So your two weeks passed. You'll kind of, you know, just kind of be keeping your downtime, your usual stuff, going on the streets, begging for money that, you know, to make money for dinner. And then we'll go to Storm. Uh, What would you like to do with your two weeks? Uh, First and foremost, I'm going to spend some of that hard-earned karma and some money and try to learn a new spell. Got it. What spell would you... Uh, so yeah, we'll um, head over to the Orc Underground to Trey. Uh, he's kind of your main spell supply. He can kind of get most of the spells kind of, you know, secondhand. He'll teach them to you. Uh, what spell did you want to pick up? Uh, Acid Stream. Acid Stream. Got it. Okay. And spoilers, I don't know why we're pretending like we didn't already do right. this. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, with the rules that were already predetermined, you'll spend uh, 15,000... or whoop, hop, 1,500 New Yen uh, to get the spell scroll, basically. And with Trey's health, uh, it takes about three days in total for you to um, learn the spell. As well as the five karma. Anything else you wanted to do? Even though I have everything that you wanted to do written down <laughs> right in front of me. Um, after that, I will... Spend a couple days to learn the arcane skill or arcana skill. I okay. didn't have before, which is so <laughs> right. Yep, the mage not having any knowledge of magic or how it works. Oh yeah, which is appropriate because you never really went to school for it. But you know, 
Um, yeah, so you spend a couple more days with Trey. He just kind of, you finally invested interest in this knowledge. Oh, you know, we'll role play it. Okay. All right. Okay. So you're at Trey's house. You told him that you want to learn more about Arcana. He stops. He looks over at you. Really? Well, yeah. Oh my God. I've been waiting for this day for so long. Sit, sit down. And he'll run into his room real fast, come out. He has, like, a pile of books that he comes out and just kind of drops it on the table as they spread out everywhere. You see just kind of, like, arcane uh, theology 101, arcane philosophy 1 through 5, and just a bunch of stuff. Arcane history, the first world, second world, third world, fourth world, fifth world, just kind of a bunch of different books. Uh, the great dragons, everything to do with magic, spirits, everything like that. Oh my god, I've been waiting for this. I don't even know what you. Oh, I don't even know where to start. Like, oh. And basically, over the next, actually, it's actually to increase it from zero to one, it only takes an fall day. So he just overwhelms you with so much knowledge on this first day that you're only really able to pick up very minor bits and pieces, a little bit of everything, but just bits and pieces. And so yeah, you'll go ahead and spend your two <laughs> karma to increase that. <laughs> That bird be crazy, though. <laughs> and uh, anything else you wanted to do? Um, then I would like to spend a couple days, or we said five days in total, just kind of helping out uh, Doc, doing some things for him if he needs a Yeah, Yeah, you head over to Doc's. Uh, Doc's always accepting kind of, you know, minor work for, you know, kind of... Um, Employ under the table employees to you know help him find supplies or you know just always an extra hand as it's only really him and his uh I still don't remember the kid's name but him and uh, the coworker his you know kind of apprentices that's on the field uh, he doesn't really have anyone else so he's he's always down to accept help from other people and you'll help him Jonah just over a course of five random days during the two weeks and um, you'll make about five thousand or five hundred new yen from uh, assisting him uh, not decent amount of pay but you know s- small enough. Okay, and anything else anyone wanted to do over the two weeks? Nope. Nope. Okay, I'm gonna fix it. Uh, okay, so about two weeks passed, um, and we'll go with, with um, let's see, who do I want to give this job to? Uh, hold on, I'm just... pulls up a wheel spinner. <laughs> <laughs> I should have one, actually. That's not a bad idea. So, two weeks exactly from the date in-game? Yes. Do you want to tell me what day that is? As oh, that's the 16th of August, a Tuesday. August 16th, baby. Got it. We're reaching fall time. That's fun. Um, Damn, only thing I'm going to fall for here is you, Devin. <laughs> nice. Um, Storm. Actually, on your last day of working with Doc, uh, he kind of calls you over. Hey, um, do you need, like, an actual, like, job? Like a your business job? Oh, uh, actually, yeah. Yeah, I got, and we'll say this is, like, basically the last day of the two weeks. We'll say you get this job on the 16th, just to keep it easy. I got, this guy came in the other day. Uh, I don't know, some random-ass suits. Uh, he gave me this application, and I don't he needs chatter runners. I don't know why he's going about it like this, but here you go. And you are given an application that basically reads um, Showtime Run. 
right? And big extravagant kind of like theater lights. And it says, uh, it has a com code attached to it. It says, call for a job. And then under that, it just kind of says, needs shadow runners. Hmm. Uh, seems a little extra sketchy, but. Yeah, right. I don't know. You, It might be something. Something's better than nothing. I'm going to put it in my pocket. Uh, uh, yeah, and then you spend the rest of the day helping out um, him. And, guys, this is when you get to pretty much choose what happens next. <laughs> what? Okay. You get an open-ended story? What? Right? You get to help write a story in this tabletop RPG where you play the DM and create a setting for us to do what we want to in as the players? What? So yeah, now now I'm just gonna sit here in silence until someone does something. I think just like after I'm done helping out Doc, Storm's going to head back home and then whip out the uh, the thing you just gave me. Why the application? Thank you. Yep. <laughs> and it's gonna type out the number on our com link and send it to. Cerberus and Tiger, and see if they're interested. Do you give us context with this, or do you just send a random ass number to us? No context, I, just the phone number. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I send the number, and then are you interested? And then there's like, like a three minute gap, yeah, and then I actually give gap, you context. In the three minute gap, Tiger clicks on the phone area, clicks on the phone number, which that, which that account like calls. <laughs> Okay, uh, upon calling that, you are greeted by kind of a robotic female voice. Like, you're clearly online with a bot. And you hear her just kind of say, Do you want to be a star or just want to show off in front of millions? Come down to, enter address in Auburn here, and try out to be a runner on the next season of Shadows. Um, some of you may be familiar, any of you that spend your time, um, watching the trade are familiar that, um, Shadows is basically a, uh, corporate TV show made by, uh, I don't know, probably that. Are you telling me this is essentially the Shadowrun version of Survivor? <laughs> no, I'm not telling you that. Hold on, I need to pull up, uh, I don't know who would make this. I didn't write down a, a corp name. Hold on, who would probably make this? Actually, we'll say it's at. We'll say it's the Aries. Why not? Aries would be funny. Of course, it's Aries. <laughs> uh, so it's a TV show made by Aries, which they don't really commonly do. This has been they have they've tried a few times in the past, but this is their biggest one. But basically, um, it is a. Um, have you ever seen that movie? I think it's called like Henry, where it's a first person movie. Oh, hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry. Essentially, Horrible what it is, movie. it's a TV show. Of this character who um, any viewer can uh, jack into their trid and basically get put in the point of view of this person who remains unnamed but kind of has a name online called Jack. Uh, Jack, uh, the Matt, oh wait, was his, hold on, was the catchphrase for Jack? Hold on, I gave him a stupid thing. Uh, yes, Jack. Jack and Master of All. Because, like I said, Jack of all—he's the jack of all trades, but he's the master <laughs> of all jacks. So, <laughs> yeah, he's Jack and master of all. Uh, so he just kind of goes by Jack. He is basically the shadow runner who has basically everything. Uh, he has cyberware. He does magic. He hacks. He's also really good with guns. Basically, it's a fake TV show of a shadow runner. So they're hiring actual shadow runners to be talent. 
for this show. Essentially. Huh. Anyone that has ever watched this trid um, knows that essentially it's all just blown out of proportion. It's like they don't like it's just it's a spy movie, right? Like realistically, oh. this isn't what happens, but this is the oversaturated market of how it happens. Is this phone call done? Is this all I hear? Just the address? that is all you hear. You get an address. Okay, Tiger hangs up the comlink and then whips up the messages, uh, the uh, group text log, and sends a message with the address and says, "Hey guys, you want to go be famous?" I'm going. End comment. <laughs> As Tiger goes towards the uh, bulldog and uh, turns on the turns on the van. I'll go right now. I'll text him. I'll say, "Can you pick me up?" <laughs> yeah. Storm. And I'll send him Google coordinates. Like I'll go walk outside. I'll be like, "Give me five minutes. Walk far enough away, and then send him Google okay. coordinates." Storm, are Storm. you joining them? Yeah, Storm. Storm will text back. Uh, uh, damn, can I get a ride too? Then <laughs> let's go. As Tiger is now, <laughs> is now taxiing the three of them. Okay. So over about probably, I don't know, it probably takes an hour to drive to every location and pick all of them up because you're all kind of spread out a little bit. Adam, have you been staying in the hotel or did you move out of the hotel? Oh, I've been moved out of the hotel. Oh, that also reminds me. Cerberus, I need you to roll me your body 14 times. (laughs) (laughs) What? Roll me your body 14 times. What's confusing about that? One for each day of the week. Oh shit! Okay, and like roll twenty four dice total, or roll two dice twelve times. Roll. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Times. However, you want to do it. Probably the twenty four dice at a time is probably the easiest. And then tell me what the total is, not the hits. I think. Hold on. The sum is seventy four. Okay. Over the span of the two weeks, your arm will fully heal. What is that really good, or is that really bad? Your broken arm Your is arm no longer is broken. No, I meant healing time, but okay, cool, good. That's it's pretty it's pretty on average, honestly. I, I think you healed it a bit shorter, a bit earlier than what the average is. So your arm's healed, okay? Okay, cool. <laughs> I wouldn't have right. made a very good contestant if I had a broken. Okay, so you eventually all meet up together and you drive out to the location. You're basically brought to a warehouse. Uh, the parking lot has a few vehicles on it, not a lot, but, like, there's some, you know, other bulldogs or, you know, uh, pretty stereotypical Shadowrun vehicles parked outside of it. And you see, it's just kind of a giant double door that's, like, held open, and it just says auditions inside. Tiger jumps out of the, uh, bulldog as everybody else is starting to get out, looks up. Wow, this is sketchy as fuck. And, um, Tiger's going to, uh, have his, uh, handgun on him, but, like, inside his jacket. It's kind of casually there, just in case. And, uh, he's going to start leading the way. Okay. And you all follow, I assume? I'm just gonna do, like, a, like a quick pat down, 
Make sure she's got something on her just in case. I do have a mask. I'm just gonna put on my mask because I don't like people. And this seems sus. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so I assume you all have your weapons on you. At least I your have... pistols. Yes, yeah, I have one. Okay. I so got a big green. cloak that's gonna, you know, it's kind of covering my gun. Kind of. So are you bringing your sniper or do you have your pistol? I'm bringing the sniper. <laughs> okay. Um... Still pretty noticeable if anyone takes any time to look at your back, because it's a sniper rifle. That's pretty much three-fourths your size. Uh, but, yeah, it is somewhat covered. If you were running through a crowd, no one would see it. But if you stand still, you can clearly see a barrel of a gun. Um, but anyways, you all enter, and it kind of is a... kind of There's curtains everywhere as you enter, and it's kind of... It was clearly a warehouse that was kind of like quickly thrown together to kind of be an audition area. Uh, you you come into the doors, and you see a female elf with a clipboard. She kind of looks up at you. She has a black shirt, just says staff on it. Can I help you? We saw you... your audition. I see. And she kind of looks you guys up and down. Okay. She looks at you, Cerberus. Interesting. You you could be good. And she'll... Can I get your names? Um, your... <laughs> your... Runner names, obviously. And a com code, a way to contact you. Burner or not, I don't care. Uh, although you might want to keep it on you for a week or so. So, um, okay. Information? I'm, I'm going to step forward and uh, storm, and here's the number, and I just... Okay, and she writes it all down. Alright, you two? Tiger pushes past Cerberus, bumping her <laughs> shoulder um, in the process, and... Uh, my name's Tiger, and I give her the uh, my actual comlink number, not the burner. Okay, she writes it down, and she kind of like slightly leans down. Are you sure you want to do this? She's looking at you, Cerberus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, name and number. Uh, name. My code name. Pluto. Number. Okay. Why? Like, wait. Like phone number. I'm confused. Yeah. Like- you're- like com number, so we can contact you, so you know if you get hired. Oh yeah, and I She's give her a job interview before. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Wonderful. Um, follow me. Is there? Are you a group? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Is there yeah. anyone else in your team? No. Not alive. Okay. All right. Uh, follow me, <laughs> and she will take you. Basically, you follow her. Um, you come up to a. She kind of leads you through some curtains. Um, along the way, you see a few other people sitting in chairs. All of them look like kind of. You see some people that were probably part of a gang. Um, another team of just kind of people. You're assuming everyone you pass by here are probably a group of shadow runners. Um, some of them have no weapons on them, from what it seems. Others have just clear like. This one, there's a troll there who's like sitting in ganger gear. He just has a machine gun just strapped to his back. And as you walk past, uh, about the third question you pass, you seem to be uh, in the middle of this uh, warehouse is a giant stage. And in front of it is basically three different people, all in suits, kind of sitting at a table with clipboards in front of them. The female with the clipboard that you were introduced to, um, go ahead and walk up there. Um, kind of one at a time. They'll uh, ask you questions. And... She walks back to the front area. Uh, who would like to go first? Uh, I'd prefer not to go first, if that's okay with one of y'all. Tiger puts his hand on Cerberus' shoulder, looks down at her. Go get him, Tiger. You got it. And 
shoves her forward, just slightly, just like shove on the shoulder. I mean, you get like a step forward of um, momentum. And Cerberus goes and she tries. <laughs> <laughs> purposely, I purposely fall to make it look like he pushed me. As you fall, you, the judges look over, write something down. <laughs> <laughs> and I get up and I walk to the judges. You walk over to the judges. To the stage, please. I walk to the stage. <laughs> you see them write something down. All right. This older kind of man, sunglasses, trying to, like, somewhat protect his identity. Um, name? Pluto. Pluto. You see them all write it down. And what's your ability? Or what What can uh, you do? What's your job on the team? I'm more of a long-ranged recon type person, you know? Play from a distance. Uh, sniper scout? Sniper. You know? Okay. Do you have any other capabilities besides shooting your weapon? Any magical capabilities? Any... No, not Technomancer really. capabilities? Anything? No? Okay. No. All right. Well, I mean, I can hack a little with a oh, deck. You, I have a deck. Oh, okay. Um, wonderful. Would you mind um, showing us your capabilities? Do I bring the deck with me? Why the Did fuck you? are you asking me? <laughs> Probably. It's just a comm link, right? That's yeah, the size of it. Yeah, it's a modified it. comm link. Okay. I always think, like I said, I always think of them as this big. Yu-Gi-Oh thing. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to pretend to hack. But I'm really going to use my technomancer ability. Well, I assume so. <laughs> um, are you hot to me or cold to me? Or like, are you jumping in, or are you just hacking it like from uh, AR? Uh, hacking it from AR. Okay, cool. Uh, so you see, kind of as they have a drone kind of fly onto stage, and you go about hacking it. It's relatively easy, not even a strain, not to the point where I'm not going to have you roll any dice. And you just kind of see it sizzles out and it drops to the ground after it's done. They write it down. Okay, and then um, we'll have you shoot a target. Um, anything you'd like? I shoot one of the judges. <laughs> Roll your composure. Uh, oh, no. you I told you I would do this. <laughs> what? Uh, what's my composure? I don't Again. know. Is it under skills or no? Oh. It's under it's uh under other information. Your composure is a seven. Roll seven dice. Pretty good composure. Oh, I got three hits. Okay, you get the urge. You're like, it'd be really funny if I just shot one of them and like killed them right here. Like they'd be probably pretty impressed with that. Like no one's ever done that before. But you're like, ah, they'd probably call the cops on me. <laughs> so you decide not to. Um, shoot, I don't know. I guess I'm going to shoot out one of the overhead lights, right? There's lights up. Yep. All right. Go ahead and roll the hit. Oh, I'm going to take aim. <laughs> I'm going to call a shot at the light Okay, bulb. call a shot, take aim. <laughs> uh, I got four hits. Four hits, yeah. Okay, so that's perfectly fine. It's not a moving target, so it's relatively easy. Pull off your sniper from behind your back. They write that down that it was hidden. And take a shot. And... <laughs> As the light kind of, you know, pops and, like, uh, fades out. Impressive. Uh, Anything else? Not really. Okay. Next. As they Uh, look towards you two. Tiger looks at Storm. What's the call? What's the call? You want to... 
I can do it. I believe in you, Tiger starts clapping. <laughs> starts trudging over there. One of the judges look really confused, and you just hear like a... <laughs> and then it just kind of fades out as the other two judges look at them. And, like, mm-hmm. and you are now on the stage. Sir Principal say you exited the stage to, you know, to the left and are now standing with Tiger. Name? Uh, Storm. Okay. And um, abilities, what's your place on the team? Uh, combat mage type stuff. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Uh, feel free to... Uh, do you summon at all? Uh, no. Okay. Um, go ahead and show us what you have. Is there anything that I can, like, shoot spells at? Or... Yeah, we'll say... <coughs> Ow, Jesus. Because if I'm showing them my combat spells... <laughs> we'll say for the sake of you not killing anyone, you can just kind of target, like, a practice dummy. Okay. Just, like, somewhere else on the stage, like, over... Yeah. Somewhere. Okay. And... Can I go ahead and cast my new spell, Acid Stream? Go ahead. What force would you like to cast that at? Uh, probably... Three. Not, nothing two. I think two big. Go ahead and roll your hits. Oh. Three hits. Three hits, okay. Yeah, you cast a spell off perfectly fine. The acid, you, you know, you kind of get, do your hand motions, and uh, you launch a stream of acid that just pours over this target, and it starts dissolving it and kind of eats away as it, as it corrodes slowly. And they all, you know, give a slight, like, nod and, you know, look pretty satisfied. Um, interesting. Anything else? Anything a bit more... Flashy that we might be able to use for production. Uh, any big spells, stuff that will really like be impressive for the camera. Um, could I try and do my lightning breath stuff? If you'd like to. I don't remember how we were rolling that. Um, basically, you roll it like a, I believe, just like a normal spell. Let's see if I made a note of it. Oh, there we go. Uh, so, complex. Um, basically, you cast it like a spell. The range equals the force, and then damage is also determined by force and stuff like that. So, basically, pick a force. Four. Okay, force four. So, it's going to bust out to four meters in front of you. Uh, deal... If force is six... Uh, deal eight stun damage. And roll... Oh, never mind. Go ahead and roll your force plus agility. So you're rolling four, plus your agility stat, plus two. One hit. <laughs> okay. Um, and then you're also going to take some drain from that, but that's not too important. So yeah, you kind of just, like, think of something to do, and... Okay. And suddenly, these scales start popping up all over your body, and electricity starts crackling as you release this electric breath weapon that, even at a lower force, doesn't hurt as much, but it still looks pretty cool. As it releases across the stage, it kind of spreads out everywhere. And they just kind of stop. And they look at each other. Impressive. Uh. They just kind of. Uh, we'll be in contact with you. Okay. Uh, next. Awkwardly starts walking off stage. 
So as you walk off stage, you, um, you walk towards Tiger, and you look at him, and Tiger is taken aback. His jaw is wide out, kind of staring at you like, he doesn't say this, but you get the gist that he's kind of trying to imply, are you sure you should have done that in front of an audience? I make the face back of, I don't know if I was supposed to do that in front of an audience. And Tiger takes a step or two forward and still taken aback in front of the judges, kind of looks back at Storm and walks center stage. Uh, um, name? Uh, Tiger rubs his hands together. Uh, I'm Tiger. Um, uh, uh, um, place on the team? Uh, uh, <clears throat> and Tiger kind of kind of adjusts his collar a little bit. Lee looks back at Storm again, snaps back into it, looks at the, uh, judges. I am a, an assassin of sorts. Um, one that sticks to the shadows and is, uh, good at lurking about. Oh, interesting. It might be a bit difficult for you to show off your talent. Um, please, if you have anything like uh, the last one, let us know. But um, uh, we can bring out a... I mean, I, how would you like to show us? Uh, on, honestly, I'm taken aback after that last performance. I, I, uh, you said there were targets uh, on stage? Yeah, they'll bring out a new target to, uh, you know, whatever. And... Uh, Storm, please go on with what you're saying. So, uh, when when you look back at Storm, while you say that, you just see Storm kind of like like wave her head at her neck, like stop, stop it, like don't don't bring it back up. I'm not messed up. <laughs> Ty kind of stares for a second. Yeah. Okay. As he nods, and um, I'm assume I assume the new target's been brought up at this point. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tiger with a now obviously shaking hand because he's. Taken aback still, uh, pulls out his handgun, and um, at the very least, I can show you, um, I can try and demonstrate some of my uh, combat capabilities. As he raises his hand with his handgun and points at the target, and this is this is a very specific thing that I'm going to do here, that I'm going to describe first, and then you can tell me what to roll for it. Okay. And I'm going to say now, I'm going to pre-edge as many rolls as it takes. Okay. Or however many rolls, as long as as long as it's less than four or less than five, because I only have four edge. So what Tiger's going to do is um how many bullets are in a Browning Ghost magazine? Does that um, count? Or it says on your character or under the uh, gun's weapon. I'm not 100 percent uh, sure myself. I don't have it. Hold up. Mode, current ammo. Uh, reload. Okay, I have ten bullets. Okay, ten bullets. So Tiger is first. Dominant hand, he is going to whip out his gun and he is going to take or he's going to take one shot and then twirl the gun, cover his eyes, take another shot, throw the gun in the air, catch it, and then offhand try and uh, fire multiple shots. All trying to hit center target. Okay. Uh, first, first attack, roll normal die. Uh, you know, your normal attack was, you know, your edge. And I know how many rolls I'm making here. You're going to make three for every attack. I'm going to make three rolls. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to spend all those edge now and um, get to skills because I was, surprise, surprise, not prepared to roll something. Even with rule of sixes, the first roll, I got zero hits. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Second roll, I only got one. And same with the third. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, you go first shot. You just you're like just completely shaken. Um, as you know, we'll say you're actually your paranoia actually kind of picks up in the background as you hear words that you were told about a month ago um, from Doctor Wright that made it very clear that you are not supposed to reveal your Drake abilities to anyone, and if mm-hmm. you do, they are to be killed. So with that, you just with all of your shots and with the third one, you toss it in the air and drop it. And it just kind of scatters on the ground. You just kind of lean over, pick up and you are uncontrollably shaking right now. You are clearly visibly shaking. As Tiger runs to pick up the gun. Um, I'm assuming that he is visibly sweating as well. Yep. And holding the gun, he looks at the judges, looks back at storm. Tiger stares at storm for a moment. And looks back at the judges as he brings the gun down to... He brings his uh, left hand over his right hand, bows towards the judges. I'm sorry for wasting your time as he walks off stage. They write that down. Um, the judges kind of communicate a little bit. Uh, you may not exit the building. We'll be in contact with all of you. And you leave. Is Tiger going to tell the group what he remembers? Tiger's going to rush out of the kind of rush out of the building. He's like power walking. Do you guys follow? Yes. I'm gonna yeah. look back at Storm and be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> As we walk out, assuming that you guys don't want to do anything. Tiger yeah, just, just just following. Tiger books it out the front door and waits for you, Storm, as you walk out. And as you walk out, um, do you say anything as you walk out or I'm saying I walk out, um, kind of rushed to keep up with you. Uh, and when I make it outside, I try to like put my arm on your shoulder and be like, "Are you okay?" Tiger's still shaking. Like you can kind of feel it slightly in the sh- as you're touching your shoulder. Looks around. Does he see anybody around? Anybody within immediate earshot? Uh, it's Auburn. So like, there's some people around on the streets, homeless people, no one that seems too terribly suspicious. Gotcha. Tiger, Tiger, kind of grabs your shoulder, leans, leans you in, kind of meets you in the middle, puts his mouth right up next to your ear. Doctor Wright has made it expressly clear to me that anyone we show these abilities to cannot walk away. You have put all three of us in danger with this. Doctor Wright, we have a uh, another power spike with Storm. Let me see. These are relatively normal readings. Seems like her breath weapon. Um, what's the issue? Uh, well, according to our trackers, the group seems to be located at a, uh, a makeshift Ares outpost. Get me eyes on them as soon as possible. Make sure the explosives are on standby. The second it might seem like they get captured... Set them off. The Draco Knight cannot fall into Ares' hands. And that's the episode. Uh, This is the shameless plug section that will probably be better in the future. Maybe. Who knows? Want to interact with the Drexstorm community or get updates on episodes and streams? Check out our Twitter at AADSPC. Or just search up an absolute Drexstorm. It's the same logo as the Spotify slash the 
any icon. So it's pretty easy to find us. Um, in our Twitter bio, we also have a Discord link to a server where we frequently chat and communicate with the community. Uh, if you really love our stuff and want to support us, we have a Patreon. Uh, can, can you guess what the name is? Yep, that's it. It's an absolute Drek storm. Pretty easy to find. Um, in the future, there'll be loads of content as well as bonus campaigns and uh, releases for early episodes, plus with a few other ideas that are due to be in the future. Also, we live stream uh, every other Saturday. We record uh, from going from about 8 p.m. PST to about 11 p.m. And uh, we record basically two episodes at a time. So uh, get the live reaction of players and uh, plenty of cunt content. That's that's all I got. But bye. This will be better in the future. Probably not next episode, but maybe in the future. Who knows? All right, bye. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and any proprietary material used in connection to the game Shadowrun. Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to an absolute direct storm podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, artwork, marks, and any proprietary material for promotional and informational purposes on its website. But it does not endorse and does not affiliate with an Absolute Dragstorm podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Thank you for listening and have a good night, Chummers.